0: Alright, point the finger at me when you're ready! Alright! Good evening everybody, my name is Dylan. And welcome back for another session of Dragon Merc Symphony here on Natural One Media. Uh, we're gonna be doing things a little differently tonight. Uh, we've got a couple missing cast members, uh, one of them is gonna be joining us later in the session and the other will be out. Until the next time we meet up, but that's okay! We've got plenty to catch up on, and still plenty more to dig into. So, if everybody recalls from last time, after a explosive meeting, uh, with one Trist, uh, the group was left a little bewildered, a little uncertain. Um, perhaps more questions raised than answered in that discussion. Uh, but nonetheless, uh giving everybody a lot to think about. Uh, we approached at last, at the end of the second full day uh, that our group has been together. Uh, understandably, quite exhausted and ready to take a much-needed long night's rest. However, not everybody chose to do so. Uh, one of our characters, Silva, uh, made a little bit of a nighttime excursion to uh, trek down... And visit her companion, uh, a man by the name of Thomas Windleaf. Uh, She was able to find him at the uh, the medical camp on the northwest side of town. Uh, And they had a nice, nice little conversation with each other. uh, Before she left, and after a very brief run-in with uh, three... The war force, who is considered to be the... Sort of the second hand to the king. Uh, that, is a, that is a good doggy detected right there. Um, Sova returned back to the cow's eye. To herself get some sleep. Uh, so with that, everybody was able to get a rest. Uh, some members of the group experienced, you know, a few... Strange things in here, strange noises, insights. Uh, some of us had dreams; some of us not so much. uh But everyone did, and make sure that you note this on your character sheet. Everyone did get a full night's rest, which means cool, everyone stylish. is recovered back to full health. Everyone has their spell slots back. Amazing. Arguably more important. Long rest. We are energized. We are restored unless our name is set, in which case we are still very much
1: <laughs> exhausted in some capacity
0: from coming back from the dead <clears throat> and will be really takes for couple days. Uh, but we're going to pick up right from there as the sunlight uh, rises over the city of Rote the everglow lanterns that litter throughout the streets that create this spider web of light, uh, go out one by one. Um, no longer needed as the natural light from the suns takes over. Uh, people begin to wake up and disperse into the town, going to, beginning to go about their natural business. The, uh, local farmers setting up in the marketplace begin to, uh get their, their booths prepared, lining up their, their goods and their products uh for sale. Uh and all of you slowly awaken and come to your senses. Uh no natural sunlight for you, I'm afraid, because none of your rooms have windows. <laughs> well, uh not the hard way. <laughs> but there <laughs> is just this sort of like instinctual feeling uh, that you should be awake uh, at this moment um, as you all come to. Um, That instinctual feeling is quickly engulfed by a loud rapping on each of your doors as somebody fiercely knocks on them.
2: Get your lazy butts
0: down here. Breakfast is ready. Chop, chop.
3: Oh God! Okay, Deck, it's time. Because I think he was in my room.
1: Correct. This is what I, I get for trying out stuff.
0: <laughs> Johannes, as you uh, as you look over to Deck, uh, to Deck's bed, you notice that Deck uh, is seemingly still asleep, but it's kind <laughs> <Nothing>. of like. <laughs> Making like slight jerking movements in his sleep. It's almost like a like a dog when a dog has like a running dream. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. He's just kind of like making these these small movements in his sleep, uh, sort of twitching uh, nearby you.
3: Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna run. I'm gonna like walk over, like rubbing my eyes, and just like grab him by the shoulder, Dak, Dak. Wake up! It's time.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do, what do do?
3: <laughs> it's the morning we have to
2: <laughs> uh it's
3: it's the morning it's time to wake up
0: oh okay oh okay i will and he just sort of like slowly gets up and uh he for a moment he like in, he like puts his hand up suddenly and like checks to make sure that his eye patch is still there and it is um and then he slowly gets up and starts preparing for the day um Silva Uh,
1: five more minutes
0: uh Silva had a room to yourself so there's nobody there to kick you out of bed
1: that's just my reaction though to like the the knock at the door (laughs)
0: sure
1: It's kind of like crawl out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) As you do, you notice that at the base of your door, inside of your room, there is a tiny little folded up piece of, like somebody slid it under the door.
1: Kind of just slowly skitter over to it, <laughs> grab it, <laughs> take a look. <laughs>
0: All right. So you, uh, okay. you fold, you unfold this note, and there's just a kind, there's like a really small few lines of of. Uh, A few sentences written on it in, like, a really, like, scribbled, like, hurried, uh, handwriting. Um, and it just says, uh, I know you heard me last night. I most definitely heard you. The next time you need to sneak out, just let me know. Uh, and then a dash and the letter C. Uh
1: Uh-oh. I did so good though. <laughs> How did he beat the Nat 20?
0: There may be other factors at play. Because I can tell you from snitch. I've been snitched. I've been snitched. For anyone who doesn't recall last session, uh, Silva's roles last session were great, they were fantastic. Like you, she had no problem sneaking past. The guard one of, I was like,
1: gonna say one of them definitely wasn't. Nobody yeah, here, I that.
0: like you got past Sid. Like nobody uh, here in the party. Nobody here heard you or caught one of you at all. Uh, Yeah, must no, be something I've, else. I think here.
1: I think no. someone's a snitch. I think there's a war forged <laughs> snitch around here.
4: <laughs> you oh No, he's been. impervious to stitches. What will we do now? That's what you think. <laughs>
0: You may have very good insight on that one, uh, but yeah, that uh, that is that. Um, the the thing that hits all of you now is this wave of just this tantalizing scent of crisp applewood bacon, uh, sort of wafting through the air. Uh, and the slight sound of like sizzling coming from downstairs and the, and the murmurs of chatter beginning to arrive.
1: Sure. That being the case, I must, especially based on comments that have been made. I need to ready myself first. Okay. I didn't get the chance yesterday morning. I started great. The day the day before going on to the train mm-hmm. this is my time okay to take care of me <laughs> Absolutely. get everything pressed up, pressed up. tied up <laughs> I very much resented the comments that were made the yesterday. <laughs> uh
0: Johannes, do you have any pressing or tying up that you would like to do for your for yourself? No. Um Any self-care? Self-care? Um
3: I guess, like, getting breakfast. Johannes, like, enjoys breakfast. Um, but no... No, like, extraneous, like, missions. Because I think uh, the only thing I'm concerned with right now, we are going to get to eventually. <laughs> About my job. Cooking, which probably won't... We'll, we'll see where that goes, but... Um... Yeah, no. I have no extraneous quests.
0: Nathaniel. Hmm. Uh, are you? How quickly are you getting out of bed? Are you like a like a slow riser, or are you just like up and ready to go?
4: Oh, up, uh, up already! I got okay. morning stuff to do. Sure. Going through the daily prayers, uh, I am actually going to do uh, blessings of the forge, which I could do after a long rest. I'm gonna do that. Absolutely. Uh, Go ahead and do so. And view my weapon with, to be a plus one. Nice. Mark that off. Have not Dude, been just... able to do that for a long time. You always gotta remember
1: that this man gotta pray at the beginning of the morning. Otherwise, he technically doesn't get his spells back. <laughs>
4: it's true. Uh, so once I finish the yeah, blessing on the forge, then I'll just. Hop on downstairs.
0: Alright, sounds good. So eventually... Fully decked
4: out of my armor.
0: mm -hmm, Eventually you all, uh... You all make your way downstairs. Uh, and you are the sight of, um... You can see, uh, Sid is in his usual spot at the table over on the far side. Uh he's got the harpoon laying next to him and you can see that he is cradling this enormous oval plate uh, that is just, like, stacked up with these delicious-looking peppery sausage links. Um, and it's just, like, scrounging them up. Uh, there are a few other patrons, uh, who stayed the evening, uh, at the cow's eye, uh, who are themselves just having these very quiet breakfasts, um, There is no hotel-style, like, cereal bar, unfortunately. Uh, But there is, like, a... There is, like, a small, like, side table of um, various, like, fruits and vegetables uh, for you to kind of grab if you want to, you know, have those as part of your your morning breakfast. Um, And at the... At sort of the main bar, you see that uh, Missy is sort of... Running back and forth between the kind of the back room there and the bar, bringing out like plates and plates of different types of like breakfast meals and handing them off to different patrons. Uh, And not too far from her, sitting at the corner of the bar, um, fiddling with something in his hand, something small, uh, you see uh, Caspian Durant, uh, already fully dressed uh, for the day. Hair slicked back a little bit. And, uh, yeah, just kind of sitting there fidgeting with some.
2: He sees you all approach,
0: and he goes, Oh, yes! Mm. Oh, morning. Morning, everyone. Morning. I you all slept well. I think
1: you all needed it. I I imagine I would come probably a fair bit later than most of the rest of them. <laughs> okay. Um Maybe if anything around the same time as Nathaniel, depending on the how long his prayers and stuff take, but
0: Sure. Yeah, so in this case it might actually just be um most likely it would be set set Dak and Johannes, then might just yeah. be kind of coming down as like the first group.
1: Yeah, probably, um, yeah.
0: With Silva and Nathaniel following behind uh not You know, long given long. that
1: Set and Dak aren't here to object to coming down at the same time, so mm-hmm. I, I Arms decree
0: full
4: of that cardboard.
0: They, I decree that they wake up early. Uh <laughs> it is it is finalized.
4: They can sleep in <laughs> when they're here.
0: It's it's canon. They they wake up with the crow of the rooster. Uh but yeah, the Y all come down and um Caspian says, uh, well, we've got, uh, we're getting food set up here, uh, for, so, you know, you can grab something to eat, and Missy goes, uh, uh, so I'm getting food set up here, you're sitting there, futzing about with your little, whatever that is, and he goes, yep, yeah, yep, it's, yep, sorry, yep, yep, uh, so, food, <clears throat> if you want to grab food, and then we can head back upstairs, and we can uh, get get ready for whatever, whatever lies ahead. <clears throat> uh, yeah, and he kind of hastily grabs one of the plates, uh, pockets the thing that he was messing about with, uh, and he starts heading back upstairs. Uh, so... Everybody has a choice of food. Here's what we got going on. You can choose either steak and eggs. Uh, You can do biscuits and gravy. Uh, You can do the uh, caramel pecan waffle. Uh, You can do a pancakes and sausage platter. Or you can do chef's choice.
3: Ooh. Um, I do chef's choice.
4: I'm gonna not
3: judge at all.
4: All Alright.
0: So. Uh. Johannes, you ask for the chef's choice. Uh. And Missy goes to you and she says. You, uh. You sure about that, little one? Excuse you.
3: I am sure about that.
0: I'm just saying, you know, it's... Listen, the chef's choice, it's been known to knock people off their feet, and, you know, you're not going to have very far to fall, if if that's the case. (laughs) we got to be careful with
1: that, because the last time we were told about something, like, being crazy, and, like, a house thing being crazy, it caused a man to, like, slightly float, and... (laughs) And it literally like, see, changed. The see and talk about some it type of demonic.
0: The, the combination of that thing and a couple dice rolls literally changed the campaign.
3: Okay, all of these memories flash before my eyes as, as they say that, and I'm like, um, how about the uh, the the pecan pancakes? Actually,
0: <laughs> she uh, she grins and she goes coward. And she turns around and she grabs, uh, <laughs> the clatter of the pecan. Uh it would be the the pecan waffles, the yes, uh, yeah, yeah. pancakes are going to be served with uh the fresh bacon. Uh but it's okay. like a Belgian picture just like a huge like Belgian style waffle and then it has this amazing um amazing poured on sort of like caramel pecan uh mixture as a topping. Um, it's sort of like glazed over with it, um, with this nice little uh, scoop of a uh, fresh, fresh butter uh, just to the side of it.
3: Um, I'm going to take that and I'm going to take my, uh, my pouch of spices and I'm going to get a little um, uh, vanilla bean sugar.
4: Ooh,
3: Sprinkle okay. a little on.
4: All right. This man already knows what he's doing
0: guy cooks
3: i wonder if i could get like maple syrup out of the spice pouch <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a good question, could i try because it's well it's hmm i gotta look at that <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if that would be you considered could, a you spice. could try i gotta <laughs> look, look at that real quick here where is the uh oh i'm looking at the wrong here uh i gotta remember which of y'all
1: bought while he's looking at while he's looking this up uh chat slash audience who maybe you know just listen to this audibly uh i went to a gaming convention recently where they like sell a bunch of old stuff and i really wanted to get a final fantasy 3 uh famicom like jap like famicom Mm. cartridge Uh, There was one in a box, and I was like, and then it was like, well, we need to walk around for a bit. I have to think about it. It was gone by the time I came back, and so I was just kind of quickly looking at the cartridges, and I thought I was just in my haste. I grabbed a, I grabbed a cartridge that I just for some reason. Red as Final Fantasy three. Uh, however, if you look at the cartridge, uh, you'll if if you would see it. But <laughs> audio listeners, you can tell. Uh, ah. you, what you cannot see is that I'm holding up, in fact, possibly the worst one to ever exist, which is two. Oh, <laughs> no.
3: Yeah, that's uh, like not one of the the oh, top Final man. Fantasies, it's I would terrible. say. <laughs>
1: But in a way, I'm actually okay with having it because A, it is a great cover. It is one. Of, it is a great artwork.
3: I do like that Amano art. Um,
0: okay. It's just here's is my, here's my ruling sure. as a DM. Here's my DM ruling. Okay. Uh, so, Fun Killer DM says this Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> the nature of Hewitt's Handy Spice Pout is that uh, it is meant to be any non magical food seasoning, spe- specifically seasoning. Uh, and you have to be able to remove a pinch of that seasoning.
3: Uh, that's true.
0: I I bring to the table the notion that syrup is not something that you can get a pinch of. <laughs> not we not can, we can well. debate this later. But I back to
3: my mind after I said it, I'm like, <laughs> you usually have to like kinda like manifest and like pour it in your I, hand I, or like grab it, yeah. you know.
0: I propose that you would not be able to to get a pinch of syrup and then just, like, drop it onto the
1: thing. I so get a pinch of syrup.
0: No, no, no syrup uh, comes from the...
1: I feel like if syrup was going to come from anything, it'd be the alchemist jug.
0: Yeah, probably. Like if it can do mayo, well, I feel like it should be know, able to do syrup. Now you know what to buy next time.
1: Which it might. I actually don't know if it does our down. It does uh, find but me. Yeah so
0: uh so you get your you get your uh pecan waffle uh Nathaniel what do you want to get
4: uh biscuits gravy
0: ooh good choice the uh it's these three or four of these just like huge flaky home style biscuits um and they have this great like really thick brown gravy uh coated over them uh, there is, uh, if you don't want to borrow from uh, Johannes' Spice Pouch, there is salt and pepper readily available uh, at the bar if you would like to, to use it. Uh, well,
4: yeah, I should take some pepper.
0: Uh, a giant... Uh, no, I'm kidding.
4: Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mimics! Get Mimics! Uh... uh, uh, uh Okay. This yeah, is what we here. get for not using spice pouch available readily from that guy we met at the. Th- I don't know. It's not my bit. Uh, I didn't talk to him. I don't know his name.
0: So that's that. That's that. that. Uh, about this time, as everybody else is, is grabbing their their food and their materials, this would be about the time when uh Silva, you would be able to make your way downstairs as well. Uh, is there anything that you would like to? Eat?
1: me yes okay i wasn't sure if like you were denoting that and then at double checking with bennett uh, <laughs> <laughs> no as i come down yeah i'll just you know i'll kind of come down fairly uh you know just kind of you know pretty just with some confidence you know uh i i you know i get the i finally get, i get to come down refreshed <laughs> In more ways than one, uh. And I'm yeah I'm uh I guess what were the options again when I get down there? What were the food options?
0: Yeah, so you you make your way down the stairs, and everyone else you see, Silva come down as well, and she is honestly like glowing, um, and you suspect that part of that is the. Her sort of fey nature that as the as the sunlight shines in, it almost seems to sort of give this illumination to her her physical appearance and to her wings, especially the light sort of dances off of it in such a way that's it's really quite stunning to look at. Um, Missy turns to you and she can't stop herself from giving out this very slight little gasp uh, and just kind of says under her breath, "What an I wouldn't give to." be able to wake up looking like that uh hi dear hi uh would you like some some breakfast as well we've got the the usual we got the steak and eggs uh biscuits and gravy we've got my my famous waffles my pancakes you know the chef's choice you know maybe if you want something like that I don't know you know whatever you whatever you fancy I can get that for you sweet
1: hmm Let's do, let's, I like the idea of that, I really like the idea of that, uh, biscuits and gravy. Sounds wonderful.
0: Okay, absolutely. Biscuits and gravy coming right up. She kind of turns around, grabs one of the the pre-prepared plates and brings it over to you gently. Um, yeah, there you go. Uh, so I'm assuming you're all going to be following, uh, Caspian back upstairs then?
1: a bit Um, you know I think I think it would do as well to maybe just enjoy a normal meal around people for a bit sure sure we'll have enough time to we'll have enough time to brutally talk with each other like brood uh <laughs> with each other in in a few moments.
0: Yeah, of course. Uh t- go ahead and grab one of the available tables.
1: So I'll just flutter over to whichever one is there. Okay.
0: Uh and I'm gonna assume that the rest of you will uh join her. Uh Set and Dak absolutely will. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, so you all uh, find yourself a nice table kind of off, uh, over to the like right side of the fireplace. Kind of, if we were to, if we were looking at the bar, we'd kind of be looping around the left side where there's a little bit more space sort of further in the back over here. Um, and to the right of the hearth of the fireplace, there's a couple uh, tables set up. Um, Silva, this is actually kind of right by the window that you used, uh, to um, make your way out
1: well I wouldn't know anything about that I don't know what you're talking about
0: well okay
1: you silly DM uh, you the
0: good, the good news is neither do any of the other kids <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah you you all sit down at the table um. And I—I I mean, you're—you're you're there. You have your your food. Uh, if there's anything you all want to discuss over breakfast, absolutely, feel free to do so.
3: <sighs> well. How'd you all sleep?
4: I will <laughs> well, actually, like a little rock. Yeah. I still have a bit of padding underneath here for once.
1: True. In a statement that probably Seth could agree with. I almost just feel like not enough.
4: I I betcha you slept (laughs) like the dead,
3: eh? (laughs) It might be a little too soon for a joke like that, but I appreciate the I appreciate it nonetheless. You
1: know? I was gonna make. I was thinking of making a joke like, like yeah, set. Let let us know right now if you have any issues with that.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, now he's not here. Oh. so sad. Set is when, when uh, players can't be here to defend set them is, themselves. So set is
0: very. Set is very like enthusiastically uh, delving into his plate of steak and eggs, and you do notice after. Uh, after Nathaniel says that, there's a moment where he kind of stops, like... fork in the air, like, mid-bite. And there's just kind of that awkward silence, and then he's just like... <sighs> ...continues eating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, either way... Um, either way, I would... I do... I did at least... It was at least enjoyable. More importantly, to, uh, you know, just kind of be able to, I guess, uh, clean up a bit after yesterday.
3: Get a chance to stretch our legs.
1: Uh, yes. Remove, (laughs) remove glass from (laughs) (laughs) our (laughs) cheeks.
3: I think I still have glass in my hair. Uh,
1: But still. That being said, still very... You know, still in a very, uh... And still in a pretty good mood, nevertheless i think all things considered uh, i know we're likely to you know be busy for coming up but as i mentioned we'll discuss that part later but for now it's just i guess enjoy the fact let's enjoy the f- fact that we get to just sit here and <laughs> eat like normal people
3: they're not going to take this breakfast out of our pay are they
1: yeah, he, you know, he hasn't seemed to take anything else out uh, that we've Missy put on this tab. Missy comes over
0: with an enormous jug of water and a slightly smaller jug of what appears to be, like, orange juice, um, and sets them at the table. She says, oh, don't, don't worry. Uh, all of this, as much as possible, is going to go on Casper's tab.
3: <laughs> oh, good.
0: I got you, Kyle. And she uh, fetters off to... Help it. Another guess.
4: Honestly, even if it wasn't on this tab, I don't think that they can really dock us. Not sure if we're actually being paid. We did. We've already been paid once. Hey, but it's not like a commission thing. What?
3: I wish we worked on commissions.
4: I'm Deck. just not
1: sure I know what you mean by that.
4: <laughs> we're, we're not getting a salary. More of on the, do the job, we get to pay, yeah?
3: We're lucky Chaspian can't force us to, to, to do any other overtime.
4: If, if that were true, then we
1: technically shouldn't have been paid once already.
4: That's a fair point. Actually, I don't even know what we're doing. What can we put on a resume? What what job are we doing? I
1: don't know. I don't have a resume, nor do I have uh, a just resume. having a, a quarter-life crisis.
3: He
0: raises his hand and, and uh, kind of sheepishly, sheepishly speaks up. and's like, do we, do we get a mandated lunch break? Or do we <laughs> just get, like, regular breaks? Get
4: really a to mandated eat. lunch break he kind
0: of like diverts his eyes and goes back to
1: eating would Dak not truly understand the concept of a mandated lunch break that man was probably that man was probably forced to work through any type of lunch <laughs> based on who he was rolling with he probably like was forced to serve lunch to everyone
0: <laughs> maybe maybe not who knows But
1: anyway, um, but anyway, yes, um, so yeah, the, I mean, inevitably, if you're concerned about, I guess, about figuring out about the, the money stuff, you know, we'll, we can go from there.
3: probably a question for Caspian
1: right well I guess I'm also just I guess I have a my priority is maybe elsewhere a little bit
3: Where is Caspian, by the way? Is he's not with us right now, right?
0: Correct. Yeah. So he he took his breakfast and he went back upstairs, presumably to that same meeting room.
1: Mm. Yeah, we get to go up there after we're done eating, and he's gonna be like, the, what the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> I came up here, and you guys, it was like, no, we ate downstairs. Why didn't you tell me? Why did I just sit up here alone? did see hide or <laughs>
4: hair from you. All I was just, Bill, what the you hell? He would do
3: that.
1: Like, we definitely just kind of pulled the dick move. But I, i the reason I did that is inherently, I don't know he went up there. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why, like, my answer to the question of where it was like, Oh, Because <laughs> yeah. Nathaniel came down here later.
0: Uh, Set speaks up. What do you? What do you mean? Elsewhere? What else you got going on?
1: I got lost. Wait, hold on. Where was elsewhere? Where did elsewhere come? You in? said uh, I got lost in the meme.
0: You said el- You said elsewhere. Uh-oh. You're concerned with things elsewhere, and then the question was raised was if Caspian was with you at the moment.
1: Oh yes. Okay. Yes. Um. I mean, yeah. It would be well. You know, inherently. Thomas and my original reason for going on that train—I <laughs> I, I don't know if it. You know, I feel like we are all aware that this was not our first. This, our our first destination was not to come here and do this. <laughs> That being so that being said yes that is and I I guess in general up and I really up until this point I think I just hadn't hadn't realized I guess I just I'm haven't I'm not used to I guess the like the the use that I guess much of gold has had um, You know, I doesn't, you know, kind of not necessarily having a home for many, for most years of my own. Uh, The only person that ever really seemed to put much concern about having gold or putting gold forward was always Thomas. So, uh, and I guess still I only necessarily see the great use of it in, in accordance to these nice scrolls I was able to obtain which now I've just been reminded. Um, mm-hmm. That was something I needed to do this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to spend an hour uh, putting sh- the scrolls into my spellbook. <laughs> Is that
3: why? That, yeah, we'll just pretend that's why you were late.
1: <laughs> I mean I still wanted to try to pick myself up. <laughs> yes. So what else? Oh yes, it was detect magic and scorching ray. Right. And then I got the pearl. I was trying to remember all the things I got. Yeah, I got the pearl. <laughs> Forgot about that oyster for a moment. <laughs> So I got the pearl. Didn't I, like, roll, like, a nat 20 or something <clears throat> when, like, an animal handling to get the hoist? To
0: Correct. <laughs> it, it was supposed... To, above game, you were never supposed to be able to open that. <laughs> but, but then you got a nat S20. 20 I was like, Well, I can't. I'm not fighting that. This is their story, not mine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is their story now. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, so I have that... Yeah, so I have the, the, so more importantly at least, now I'll be able to, cause yeah, so I'll be able to at least the, I can use the pearl for the, uh, for, identify and then yes i just need to take these two scrolls to my spell book should be helpful but yes this is mainly the thing i guess where i've really come to finding the value of coin in a way (laughs) are these things
2: Alright, so, uh,
0: as you all finish up eating your breakfast, uh, eventually, <laughs> eventually, you will see Caspian come back down the stairs. <laughs> 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 uh, Trying his best to remain stoic. <laughs>
1: If he comes as over, he, I guess is when I'll. When he comes over, I guess is when I'll. I'll when I'll say something. I don't want to just yell across he, the entire. He does.
0: The... He he comes down the stairs.
1: He as walks right
0: past the bar. He this is where make the point I'll, be, I'll
1: come in and be like, and
0: and pulls up a chair.
1: As he Does that? I'll be like, Ah, Caspian. Nice to see that you've woken up.
0: Yeah. Yes. You. You as well.
1: uh good to the, good to see you this morning you sleep well
0: oh yeah about as as good as I could under these circumstances
1: i figure we can make our way to that room that we were in yesterday in a bit but uh i guess i th- i thought it's a good idea when I came down here for food to uh, just enjoy a lit our breakfast out here in the in the lobby. Uh, do you need any? Did, did I have like? Are you going to get anything?
0: Oh, I already I already ate. I I've made a habit of eating by myself, so I just you know took a few kippers, took them upstairs, and
1: I'm good. Oh. Oh, I'm thinking of doing something inherently while not, mi- like, it would sound super petty. <laughs> well, it wouldn't inherently be petty because she wouldn't have known like, in the first well, place. Like, in a check or something else? To no, a, a statement. Okay. <laughs> it, it could just be really easily interpreted, though, as sounding petty. <laughs> okay, your call. But I'm just not sure if I want to go for it because she would not inherently be saying it in a petty way it would just very easily come off in a petty way, which is what I'm Mm -hmm. debating in. It would essentially just would be like an inside joke, but it could if he thought that I knew about his presence being awake already, that I could, it could seem like I'm being very petty. Mm. (laughs) Uh, But you know what? She's a playful gal, so I'm going to make the joke anyway. The, uh, do it she'll go i was just kind of lean in and be like well you know if anything at least you maybe could have you could have made note that uh, you were going up on your own so I'll kind of give him a coy smile <laughs>
0: Uh, he, uh... Bites the corner of his lip a little bit. He goes... Yes, I'll, uh... I'll be sure to let you know, Nick.
1: Um, but yes. Yeah, so... <clears throat> I guess, yeah, so... Dylan yes uh, for the spellbook thing mm-hmm. is that inherently something I guess with the timeline that we have set up where I should just we should just, I we essentially I should make a plan to just use that sorry to do that after um, we beat upstairs. Hmm.
0: Um, yep, you're gonna want to you will you will need to have some time set aside for you to actually be able to copy those scrolls over into your spell book. Okay. So um you will right. So in you that case. plan for that. So yeah. so, uh, so it's just yeah, whether or not can... I
1: made mention of it to uh Caspian and at this point was the basis of that question.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, you can you can bring that up, add up as uh, something that... Uh, yeah, so I'll,
1: I'll not to cast me the... So yeah, so I just do, we'll need to, uh, after we do, inevitably make our way back upstairs. Uh, sometime afterward, I'll need uh, about an hour to put some spells into my spell book.
0: Okay, yeah, that can, that can be arranged. I'm sure we can work that into our scheduling for the day.
1: Um, that's just my request, I guess, uh, or how we're all, of, I guess, because how far would be? I guess, we had food by the point, the time that Caspian showed up here?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, I would assume, unless you're extremely slow eaters, that you would be, uh, you would all be, uh, about finished. With
1: Done
3: your- around the same time, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that'd be the, I think especially basically, oh, sorry, after yesterday, Uh, I could very much see that being quick eaters being the case.
0: (laughs) Well, once we have finished up here, let's, uh... If y'all are cool with it, we will head back upstairs and we'll, uh...
1: Make our decisions.
0: Chart out out our, our day here, see what we're going to do.
1: Yes probably best.
0: Alright, so you all, um, finish up your meals. Uh, clean up your table. You all start heading upstairs. Uh, and we'll just do like a quick, quick cut to all of you being back in the Back in the meeting room, uh, as you all sit down in your familiar places, and, as kind of rubs his hands together, sort of gets into business mode, uh, says, okay, so, that was a very eventful day that we just had yesterday, and we need to decide, as a group, what we are going to do from here. Now, obviously, we do not have unlimited freedom in what we are going to carry out. Um, But if any of you uh, have any ideas or anything that you need to take care of or anything you wish to speak up about, uh, you are definitely uh, free to do so. Just, Just say
5: the word. This is as good a time as any for us to get everything out there. Well, sorry about that. So... Uh let me just real quick remind everybody sort of where we're at as far as
0: information goes, uh, and what we need to accomplish, what needs to be done. Uh, we're going to decide as a group where we want to go from here. And then, uh, yeah, if there's any other options that you have on the table, uh, be sure to, uh, throw them out there. And, uh, yeah, and, and Caspian's like, there's like a noticeable like, like he's trying to make this a very like civil affair, but you can tell that Caspian's really un uncertain about how to sort of where to begin and like how to, to start this because this is not his usual way of handling things or his usual affair. Um, so there's a bit of like a hesitancy in, in how
5: he's handling these proceedings. Okay, so right now we're kind of left with two main options as far as what we can do.
0: Now we are still knee deep in a very important investigation regarding these rogue Warforged. Uh, We have intel that suggests that if we were to visit. Uh the area in the north section of the King's Forest, which is actually to the south of us, that we could potentially find additional information in relation to those Rogue War Forged, uh, particularly ones that were uh, originally accounted for in the uh, ledger that we came across in the fortress. Uh, Now, I personally would greatly appreciate if we could make that journey as soon as possible. Uh, I'm certain that whatever we're going to find there is going to be key in us tracking down these missing Warforged uh, and hopefully getting a step closer to figuring out why it is that they attacked the Lightning Realm in the first place. However,
5: with the very recent... Uh, very recent events that have occurred. It
0: has become clear that it may also benefit us to pay a visit to the Velvet Curtain, the
5: theater on the northern side of the city, uh, so that we may... Sorry, my webcam actually went to shit, so this is going to be me for the rest of the day. Thank you. Sorry, Dylan. I love you so much. You're doing great. Uh, so the... After the events of yesterday, it seems like the best lead that we
0: have, after taking a look at that note that was obtained uh, from the body of the landlord, it seems like the best lead that we have is going to be to visit the Velvet Curtain. Uh, We know that it is a popular place uh, for a certain uh, Eberson to visit um, Ezekiel Eberson to be specific a local land baron who I I'll, honestly I don't have a lot of detailed information in this matter but I assume probably rubbed shoulders with Sandy Crodstock at some point if we can if he is in fact the person who provided the note that means that he is directly involved with The murder of the landlord and the direct attack on us and Matthias Cauldrew, which means that he is also somehow tied up in all this. So we get into the velvet curtain. That gets us access to Eberson. We get to Eberson. We get a step
5: closer to figuring out what that's all about. So I figure. Since we're a group, let's put this to a vote.
0: We'll see, uh, you know, we'll have everybody sort of go around the table and have everybody say what they would prefer to do. And if you have another option that you want to present, uh, this would be the time to do it. Um, But yeah, I guess let's let's go. So starting with myself, I... Again, I, I... I understand how pressing the the matter is with the attack that just happened yesterday but um things obviously are on very high alert here in the city and so i personally would elect that we leave the city as soon as possible and make our way south uh so i vote to leave the city uh
5: going around here uh johannes what do you think we should Well, make a fair point, Caspian, um, you know, after having a night to
3: sleep on it, I think, you know, our emotions were very heightened yesterday because of how our proximity to everything that was going on, but I do think I agree with you. I I believe finding out the reason for what initially brought us together,
5: that's where my interests lie at this moment. I said we go south to the forest. Okay. Uh, Set, how do you feel? And uh, Set leans forward a little bit and goes, Yes, well, that is
0: important. Um. But I I feel like the matter with the attack on us yesterday and everything with Trist has now become a more pressing matter. Especially for me. I think we should tackle the Velvet Curtain as soon as
5: we can. I don't feel like that situation's going to be going away anytime soon. And Caspian says, okay, vote for the, the curtain. Uh, Nathaniel, what do you think?
4: I agree with Sut on this one. The uh, Waterforged attack was terrible as that was that wasn't against us personally. At least, I don't think so. This one, this one was. I want to find out who, and I want to find out why.
5: Okay. Silver, what do you think?
1: I oh, hey, if helped if I was unmuted in uh, OBS. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I muted to do all the freaking testing and ask Franny. Uh, but, um, <laughs> but yes, whether we. So, while I think the belief that the Warforge doesn't have anything to do with us, I can't necessarily say with an esteemed amount of confidence that it also. That it that it didn't, right? And, you know, I think it's fair to say that it's easy to think that there's no way it could, but there's some evidence to state the fact that there's also a reason that it couldn't. Uh, so kind of with that, the other aspect to to me does somewhat feel as though. We're effectively, whether we like it or not, we can deal with, you know, as much as I fancy to, you know, help out, uh, you know, help out a bunch of people who, you know, a rich folk who own buildings around the city. We're here no matter what. Whether or not. I mean, in a way, it kind of to me is kind of to the same point, right? Like, set your effectively, like, set you're effectively, along with the rest of us, are stuck in this city until we deal with this Warforged attack issue. Whether necessarily we like her or not. Um, so, as much as, you know. As much as the, the tryst mm-hmm. <laughs> that saw you in the in the in the infirmary, and the whoever it is that gave us the letter in the and is having us go to the Velvet Curtain, while inherently they have their ties together, whether we like or. I, to me, it feels as though either way that if we leave this city, it's not necessarily our problem anymore. Um, we don't own land here. The only thing that it could possibly have, the only thing that anybody who's dealing with these official or real estate owners could have to do with us is if it has to do with this investigation that we're doing. And that, and at that point, we might as well continue in the investigation, because then we'll find out that solution anyway, and find out if that's tied or not. But one way or another, effectively, as bad as it sounds, I don't necessarily think it's our problem. Sure, we were... The The note was for us, and somebody's clearly messing with us within this scheme. We don't own anything here. What good are we to do? Unless it's involved with this investigation. If someone sent that letter... The only thing that we that they could want from us is, if anything, to stall the investigation that we're currently in and keeping us here. That's the only thing I can think of to really warrant our involvement in that letter at all. Uh, to any, I mean, think about it. do any of you have ties with Matthias or Sandy? How only did in a in a monetary sense and only in like in two degrees of separation to his father. But as you could tell, when we were there, when we went to the scythe a couple days ago, I've never actually met Sandy Crodstock at any point. And only I'd ever seen his father in passing talking to, name has escaped me damn it why do i always forget her goddamn name <laughs> i always forget her name
0: are you trying to remember uh
1: the noble the noble gnome tilda and it's only seeing him in passing while she, or while, while Tilda talked to the owner, giving, and that being Sandy's father. So, that being said, unless any of you have any strange ties to parts of this city that you've been keeping to yourselves, I can't... Inherently believe we have anything to do with the realtors. And so, if to me, it, the only thing that seems to be our problem is this Warforged. Sorry, that was a mouthful. I maybe overexplained it a bit.
3: Dak, how do you feel?
6: Um, that kind of uh, rubs his uh, bandage style a little bit from the outside. My apologies to um, Lady Silver, to Johannes, but I believe it is just, um I believe that this wall-forged situation that we find ourselves in is, is a grand path that will inevitably be the one that we must walk upon. But it would be foolish to not see the potential holes along the way. To me, this, this letter, of this individual in the, in the, uh, velvet curtain, yes, mm-hmm. they are the most immediate danger to us. If they have the, um, the, uh, what is that word of being able to, uh, something that one can do? Um, it starts with an uh, A, uh, B uh, abilities. If they have the ability to um, send a full person through a window, then they are a equ- they, um, they are a threat until proven uh, uh, until proven not. And from what I've learned, if someone is a threat to you, you do not let them near you. And if they're sufficiently a threat, then make sure they do not come after you. I would say... I would agree with Satan Uncle. The Velvet Curtain would be the directional goal at least until until we can verify to see um, if this is indeed a threat or if it is merely a person who does not know the quorum and how to communicate um my apologies for going against uh, you two. And he nods his head towards uh, Silva and uh, Johannes.
1: I mean, it's fine. Your your opinions are your own. I was just voicing my... I guess just, yeah, my... I'm, I'm mainly, my, I guess, my voice was just to... where inevitably... we fit in this issue I kind of take to almost your point itself if we're dealing with an entity that has the capacity to launch bodies multiple feet into buildings through windows yeah I you know maybe you share more confidence than I do but I can't necessarily say that I feel I'm necessarily prepared to face somebody who has that capa- has that capability i fear i don't have the ability to deal with somebody with that kind of power
0: not only that but if we do pursue our lead with Eberson, that's not something that we're going to be able to do with Force. That has to be handled discreetly. We'll have to use our wits. It's going to take more than just physical or magic prowess to pursue that lead.
1: True. And our our practice on Trist didn't necessarily go through flying colors. <laughs> it went pretty well I don't know if based based on the way he left that it went pretty well (laughs) granted I don't have the concern about whether or not it went pretty well but uh, it appears Caspian does and therefore I feel like it somewhat becomes our concern after that
0: Look, either way we go, I feel like there's a little bit of training that you all are going to have to put through regardless. I mean, you're not exactly seasoned fighters either, so...
1: No, and... But I guess the reason I feel a little more confident with the Warforged is that we were able to dispatch... We were able to dispatch... Three, was it? In the fight, was it three? Two. Two. It was two. Okay, we were able to at least dispatch, uh, as dispatch two of them on our own. Yeah. Um, the only way I guess that it would be worse is if we were like to stumble upon like an army or something, but I feel at that point, I feel like our course of action would likely to be to run. Away, anyway.
0: (laughs) That would be the worst case scenario, and one that I absolutely do not want to happen.
1: True. I do feel like if there was an army nearby, though, I feel like of (laughs) Warforged. Feel as though in some way, (laughs) if it was that close and that large, then if anything, I would have the feeling that at least something would happen. But we don't know. Um, it's yeah, it's hard. I, like I don't disagree with you, Dak. though Dak set or or set, um, or Nathaniel. Even I think it was those three. Um, I don't disagree with you. It's just the like, er, like I or at least I like in terms of your personal reasons. I guess I just yeah, I, it's hard for me to. FACE IT WITH CONFIDENCE.
0: Well... ...all that as it stands... That would technically put us at a tie. Right.
3: Flip a coin.
1: I don't feel like maybe we should leave it to something that simple, should we?
6: We flip two coins.
3: Or Macy. <laughs> she flips two <your> coins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was it wasn't the fact that you just said flip two coins but it was the fact that it was said so quietly
3: it was the, two the two timing so the so earnest
1: cause like yeah your volume is so low <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah the fact that it just came in the way that you speak with Dak and then it was it was just quiet by volume <laughs> Uh,
0: Look, whatever we do, we we all got to be on board for it.
3: I, I mean, I think there's compelling reasons to go in either way, but... I mean, truly, the which is shorter, which would take us less time. How long do you think we would, we would say? be?
0: Well, well, let me put it this How long, long? How far let of let a travel is it? So we have done. So this has been what? <laughs> about two timer. days in game. <laughs>
3: That's it's not like what I meant. Yeah.
0: Twenty episodes in real time. So, <laughs> it, the question is no. I meant.
3: <laughs> I meant like how long is the travel time to the forest versus uh, uh staying in the city? I suppose we're but. looking
0: at we're looking at summer twenty
1: twenty three. No, how? No, in is the reality. So the no, no question. Yeah.
0: So that. It, I'm. I'm glad you asked. The forest um as i've mentioned previously it's going to be um almost due south uh of our current location mm-hmm. um we're not going to be going i don't plan to go deep into the forest we need to go uh just far enough to be near uh fort Tencent, uh which was located it was sort of you know sandwiched in between the king's forest and the uh, national border uh, between Brayland and Zalargo. So... Uh, I guess we would enter the forest from the south, but then we would go into the forest heading southeast uh, until we made our way closer to the fort. Um... It would be... Honestly a few hours' journey to get to the border of the forest, but then to you know, depending on on how deep we have to go in to find what we're looking for most likely we would have to stay overnight and be returning back the next day.
2: As far as
0: the Velvet Curtain the thing with that is that if the idea is that we're going to try to stage a meeting with eberson at the curtain it has to be at a time and a place that makes sense uh, what little i know is that eberson is a frequent patron of the velvet curtain to meet with you know his business associates but also to attend shows so we would have to figure out when a show is being performed hmm. and if Eberson will be in attendance for it and if those two things align then that's going to be the evening that we strike
3: well my last um, talking point I suppose for going to the forest in that case we know our mission we know how long it'll take us we'll be back before two three days are out we have no clue How long it could take to get to the... How long we'd be investigating the Velvet Curtain.
1: I mean, yeah. And I mean, my kind of... Somewhat my final personal argument is just that... You know... Somewhat to... I feel like somewhat the case of many of us... You know... My goal isn't to be here, you know my goal is to go to the destination that was that train was going to right my I wish to be able to leave with Thomas and head north, not necessarily uncover a murder trail. Well. No offense, Caspian, but that's kind of their job, not, not mine.
0: I don't disagree. I, uh, I mean, there are already members of the Citadel, several of them who are currently handling that investigation. Obviously, we share a connection, but to the rest of the world, that connection doesn't exist.
1: Yes, and it's, and that's the thing. It's I've. I mean, yeah, if I mean, yes, if we were to find out the the only thing to me that would make it a point would really be if we were to somehow find out that, like, yes, they do for some reason have a bigger tie to us. But I don't know what, to be honest, I really don't.
0: The only way for us to know is to look into it.
1: But uh, I don't know the lives that that the the four of you live. But mine was generally spent coming in and out of a forest, and spent or and being by a fisherman's stand. can't say I've made a lot of enemies doing that.
0: Have you been to the King's Forest before?
1: Uh, the King's Forest is south of Rote, right? Correct. Um, uh, it is.
0: What's... It encompasses a large part of the space between the city of Rote and the uh, city of Sharn to the south.
1: Yes, let me, let me actually remind myself how much of it, though, depending on the map of Ebra.
0: I can pop you all over to the map if you'd like.
1: Oh, you could do that, yeah, because for some reason I my brain just, is just whoop, not working and opening and the page. <laughs> Alright, so yes. Yeah, so the star symbol
2: <laughs>
1: is rote. Yep, that so, is the
0: capital city of
1: So this For is the-, the King's Forest, correct?
0: Correct. Yes.
1: So yes, I have been inside the city. So you can the see King's the section forest.
0: of the forest that we would be cutting through in order to as we sort of like make our way towards uh the surrounding area of Fort.
1: Yes. Uh but essentially so essentially this would pretty much be the only section of the forest though that I would really have ever been in,
0: possibly yeah because it's the section that actually borders Char- the
1: city mm-hmm. um because I still needed to fairly easily come in and out of the city it's just sometimes I would go a little bit late or a little bit farther in other times not mm-hmm. but that being said, yes so. I guess, yeah, the main, I guess the main drawback that I just continue to have is really what our connection to it is. Yes, this man gave us a note, but to what end, you know, like. Maybe I mean, Set definitely has importance to you, um, given that it's referencing a conversation that you had with, I guess, apparently, supposedly a mysterious figure that looked like Trist, but may or may not actually have been Trist. (laughs) But that doesn't necessarily guarantee that by separating ourselves from rote, that it puts you in a more danger than continuing to be in rote, because that other person's threat somewhat does still stand. (laughs) There are two forces working against us in, in many ways. We have a threat against Set and vicariously the rest of us to leave, and we have a threat not as verb or like not as verbal but more metaphorical seemingly to make us stay so either way someone is threatening <laughs> um so in terms of like the personal safety aspect it feels as though one way we are picking a poison But to me, the reason the, the leaving doesn't seem to be as immediate to poison is while a body was launched through a window. It didn't say the note doesn't say stay in town or I'll kill you. The note just says, I invite you to stay and then where to go. It could easily be a trap. But it's also still not actually threatening us. It's a threatening way of sending a brick. It's a threatening looking brick in what was a person's body. But there's no open threat. We have a open threat, and that's staying here. Because that one actually, they did say that they were just going to kill Set and his friends, which again really question the how they plan to defeat a member of the Circle, but or what, whatever you want, but whatever the name of the thing is, I've totally forgotten it as a player. Lanterns. Lanterns. That's what it was.
0: The King's Dark Lanterns. Yes.
1: So yeah, I don't really know necessarily how he plans to to just casually kill a member of the Dark Lanterns and get away with it, but nevertheless... I don't
0: know either. Nevertheless,
1: uh... it's still a threat. The threat's been made. <laughs> it's been made. <laughs> he straight up just told Set word for word that he will kill Set if he remains in the city. (laughs) We have just been invited to stay very threateningly but not directly (laughs) via this note. (laughs) We have no context or intention past that.
4: Very good point, actually. However... And that my life was directly threatened. I feel like I got a meted head on.
1: That's one way to look at it, I guess.
0: Sounds similar to Dex argument. It it becomes a question of do we Do we make space between ourselves and the imminent threat or do we face it head on? And now understand from my position I I am in you know I'm responsible for all of your safety in a technical sense so the idea of just going headlong into danger is not something that I am particularly fond of but I'm also the one who dragged you into this mess for the most part on some level who am I to talk
1: <laughs> this is definitely off table When it's like That's right This is all your fault So your vote is rescinded. <laughs> <laughs> Make a, Make an insight check <laughs> Sure It's dirty 20 Dirty 20 Um
0: you you get what caspian's sort of trying to say here like he's trying to sort of reestablish his position as like i am you know i am still technically a government official i you know you are here because i elected to have you join me um elected. but it does it it does sort of government um
1: no he made it very clear to me that we were not uh, then well then he would like or at least he didn't elect to have us join it's more of the he forced us to have us join him <laughs>
0: uh but it does it seems like maybe he is kind of like sort of relinquishing in establishing that position, it seems like he is kind of relinquishing his vote a little bit, almost.
1: Hmm. Well, I guess It Doesn't seem yes. like so I guess, man, but
0: like he's I guess... bringing up his own failure as a way to sort of disqualify himself without explicitly saying so. Hmm.
1: Uh, like a true millennial. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... So I guess the question for everyone is it's somewhat to Dak your point. So if we go to the velvet curtain or even maybe a, like a day or so, even, even wherever going to the velvet curtain may lead us. Cause I feel like the thing that I've learned from this point is that whichever one of these paths we take it, neither is going to be a cut and dry go in and out type of thing not based on how it's been (laughs) for two days now (laughs) um the amount of things we have gone through within two days um so that being said uh i guess the question for each of you is so say we go to the velvet curtain and we find the source of the threats against us, right? So, or so, or, or the threats against at least these, specifically the threats against these people in power. Um, you know, someone who has the capacity to launch a body through a building, you know, one who supposedly believes he can, you know, 1v6 us mostly really support to Caspian. him do we feel confident that if we are if we are to face them that we can defeat them um because i've seen my fair share of suicide missions in my day and i'm not necessarily looking to invite another one
6: um. There, there's always possibility that it does not it would not end with violence there's possibility that perhaps they are an interested um, person to this investigation who cannot speak openly
1: true but I necessarily wouldn't look at somebody who murders another murders one to two people (laughs) to have a conversation with us to necessarily be someone that maybe isn't to have our best interests in their heart (laughs) nor to be someone maybe that we should associate with (laughs) apologies for interrupting
6: um I fully believe that perhaps there could be a plethora of different reasons as to why they did it, but we won't know until we go and ask if they are too too much for us, then, then we leave, we run.
1: I kind of lean in. To Dak. I lean away. Reflexively. Okay, well, just I, don't kinda, like <laughs> much. I just kind of do it slowly, but yeah. Unfortunately, Dak, we're not always given that choice. I've seen far too many suffer the <laughs> consequence of that decision to necessarily believe that that will be the case.
6: me for interrupting once more but lady to appear, you are operating under the under two different fears at the moment either the fear of not being able to overcome whatever we might find at, at the curtain or the fear that you might get too involved with whatever's going on here.
1: <laughs> you know while well, you're smarter than you let on. You're not quite there yet.
6: I thank you for the compliments.
1: No Dak. What I fear is the things is a repeat of things that I've seen. men and women who suffer because they believe or they force themselves into situations that whether they liked it or not resulted in violence.
3: I mean, we can spin our wheels all day deciding on what to do, but at some point we're gonna have to make a decision. I feel like if we can't come to agreeable terms, then we're going to have to do a coin flip.
1: (laughs) Well, no, you're right. Yes.
0: All right. Let's go around one more time. Everybody state their vote. If we still end up in a tie, then I guess it will come down to a coin flip. Silver.
3: moment. Johannes? I'm still in favor of the forest. And again, that doesn't mean that I'm opposed to going to the Velvet Curtain. I just... That's where my, my heart lies.
0: Dak?
6: I would prefer to ensure I find safety? And
0: go to the curtain,
1: Nathaniel. Uh. Maybe we
0: lost you, dude. <laughs> Sounded like you might have said curtain. I don't know. (laughs) Not a hundred percent on that.
4: Yeah. Sound curtain. Okay. Curtain. Okay. Thank you. My laptop fan on it was uh very loud.
2: I, uh... I'm
0: gonna have a hard time concentrating on anything, but what's happening right now? Curtain?
1: over I don't I don't approve of it. But nevertheless, if it will cause if it will cause greater distraction for you, especially to that if we were to leave it leave it be then I fear it could cause worse worse problems or at least repeat problems that we've already had. I'm not... I can't say I'm necessarily ready to face that fear yet, but... I'll vote for the curtain.
3: I suppose it's decided, then.
0: Yes, it is. When do we set off? Well. Here's what I think. Multiple things need to happen in order for us to pull this off successfully. First and foremost. We need a map of the Velvet Curtain anything that's going to have the seating chart. That way we can get an idea of where certain... groups of people will likely be seated during the performance. We'll also need to check in with the box office to see what performances are going to be happening over the next couple days. We'll also need to acquire more more formal wear for these proceedings. We had talked before about the idea of having somebody pose as a foreign dignitary. He sort of leans his head, tilts his head slightly towards Dak. Along with having a musical companion gestures to Silva and bodyguards
1: gesturing to the rest of you. That is true. I did forget about that part.
0: It would be a way of working ourselves into that location in a way that is ideally non-violent and won't raise too much suspicion. But it is a hoax nonetheless, and we're going to have to pull it off successfully. So, we'll have to dress the part. We're also going to need to figure out which of these shows Eberson is going to be in attendance for. Which means we'll likely have to get within earshot of some of his associates, or even Eberson himself, close enough that we can get information uh, on whether or not he plans to attend any shows that are upcoming. I guess
1: that's the other thing is, um, how are you two gonna be, uh, yeah, especially you, Dak? How are you feeling on your acting, uh, on your acting chops? Um,
6: uh, if I have given it, um, a, th- a think or two. If I speak in my native language but I make a connection between myself and a appointed translator, then it won't matter what I say, as I don't think many people here, in wrote at least, understand riedra And I can actively translate what I am saying to the translator. Got it. So they would... Give the illusion that they
1: understand what I'm saying. Uh, so I guess two questions: one shorter, and probably one longer. Who is the translator again?
6: It would be whoever is willing to be that role. Uh, it could be. I don't know if we had decided that already
1: when we came up with the we hadn't the scheme. Okay, so we'll have to pick that.
4: So then we'll go into the. I'd session happily session. take on the job. I've had them in my head before. And we've had quite a stimulating conversations.
6: This is true.
1: All right. Well, we can you know, we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, second question: <laughs> What if they do? Then you will not
6: have to worry. <coughs> my is
1: far better than my Colbert oh, common. Right, but how sociable are you in your native tongue compared to now it
6: would be hard to demonstrate without you knowing I apologize for the
1: but I guess I'm referring to less I'm referring maybe less to a way a matter of speaking or like I'm, I'm speaking less in terms of words you speak but how you speak them um,
6: Lady Silva, um, would it be would it be all right if you and I had a conversation
1: in here? And he points at his head. Uh, you're going to have to initiate that, but sure. Anyway. Um,
6: Okay, uh, Dad kind of looks nervously at everybody, um, looks over at uh, Nathaniel, uh, kind of gives him a nod, looks back at uh, Silva and creates that link mentally. Lady Silva, it is with my utmost pleasure that I am speaking with you mentally uh, in the way that my mind would normally translate in the other I assure you that I understand the words of which I am speaking. and can pleasantly convey myself and collect conversation. It is simply a matter of I do not understand Kovar Common enough to be able to comfortably have a conversation without much pause. The entire
1: time, Dak is silent and looking around nervously am i able to respond to you just like by thinking that's a good question i completely forgot give me one second <laughs> uh
6: yes yes you can answer yes because yes
1: because inherently she just think things and hoping that you would like with like mm-hmm. this intent of like if i think i'm speaking to you maybe it will work um uh says so she'll respond right but I guess my thought is more about, as far as I, what I know, the main things that I know about these folk, the these dignitary or high, you know, highbrow folk, is they speak with a realm of confidence, a you know, they don't apologize for interrupting someone. they and if they do, it's not necessarily in like a... A timid way, but in more of a, I'm saying this as, I'm saying this as a way of, I'm saying this as a way of norm, but <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> kind of like what you started to do, um, but more confident, I like guess. I believe
6: at that point, Larissa, that it is not the question of personality or predispositions. It would be a meta of culture. In and culture, it is rude to interrupt anybody. And as such, when we do so, we must apologize.
1: True. Um, okay. Well, then I'll just bring this out, and I'll just bring this out with my voice then instead, because uh, it'll kind of just be more of a general question for everyone. Um, it's. I'll just kind of nod to what you say and everything. Um, So, I guess the other thing is just...
0: Oh, jeez. Oh.
1: (laughs) We weren't talking for that long.
0: Were you talking to each other in your mind? What's going on? You okay?
1: When you said, like, you want to talk to me up here, did you say that out loud, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, but then you you, you both just sat there silently for... 30 seconds.
1: I mean, to be fair, he <laughs> asked the question that I said, "Sure, but you would have to initiate it." And then we went into silence. Mm-hmm. So, to be fair. There, right. There's at least some realm I feel like of being able to understand that I accepted the invitation and then the <laughs> silence should be that that was happening. No, you're just giving me the silent treatment the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway, side like <laughs> aside um so what uh, what are you digni- what are we having to be a dignitary from again
0: the original yeah, idea is from a foreign country correct
1: yeah like it had to be like a i mean would it have to be a country or a continent
6: i mean forgive me for the interruption. this is Saying it out loud, um, it would be that there's a strange ditty you just played, Lady Silva.
2: Shut
0: the fuck <laughs> <laughs> Beat um, me to it.
6: It, it. I believe Ralfus was the one to say, "It's uh, all the best lies have a little shit stain of truth in them." Um, as to that, I, I believe that by saying that I am from the Yedra, uh, the Empire, and from the continent of Sarlona, uh, they will not question that, as it is a continent across the ocean. Uh, we would just okay. have to specify that I am not an inspired...
1: No, but we can we can further hash that out. That was the main thing I needed to... I guess I wanted to know is, yeah, I don't... I can't say that I know much about Riedra or Rhaedra and giving that... While, yes, I... Because that's the thing is, in the war, in one way or another, from, you know, prisoners that come out of camp and whatnot that, you know, or... I've seen that many people amongst this continent, right, With as you mentioned it, with this Corv, being, being Corvair Common, I guess I would should have insinuated that Ria Dre is from a different continent. Or continent. But I was going to say, I unfortunately can't tell you that I've memorized a map of this continent either. So... That's why inherently that. I didn't, I couldn't have told you whether or not Re, the Briadrin comes from this continent or not.
6: It's the Inspired Lords keep the people of Riedra <laughs> isolated from those of the other continents. There's only one port where there can be free trade between the continents and that's how um, many of the uh, uh, um, trade goods, yes, um, are passed along. As such, not many not many people on the continent of um, Corvair understand what reedrants actually are. As even if we, uh, even the refugee community in Sean was rather uh, tended to stay out of the site.
1: Got it. All right. So, so yes, yeah, so we'll be going with dignitary from another continent. Uh, it If they happen to speak, Reagent, I guess we will, if anything, maybe if you do end up needing some type of advice in terms of if you can't think of a lie or something, you could use this mental power of yours that you obtain. Um, Otherwise, um, then yeah, we will, I guess, need to just configure how we wish to... Um, how we wish to or who will be I guess the translator Um, I guess from a if we wished to um, I would say potentially that those two people that the two people that potentially it would make the most sense to do uh, would be myself or set uh, just from a uh some of the things i learned in historical books is that there are often many uh there are there are many dignitaries who in the past have used um their musicians as essentially like a a sidekick if you will uh or that being like you know so translate doing translating and assistant assistance in menial tasks some were apparently also spies, but that apparently that's something I apparently that was never put my direction. <laughs> kind of say it with like a little bit of that, like why don't I? Why didn't I get the cool thing? <laughs> so why <you're laughs> wasn't I, was I assigned the cool that... thing? <laughs>
0: so you're thinking something along the lines of you or set acting as the dignitaries actual companion with Nathaniel as their trusted translator and the rest of us as bodyguards for the three of you.
1: Yes, that, or if anything, using Set or myself as the translator, because I guess if you want to think of either of like you know, I essentially one way or another can potentially, you know, put on a good show and Set as to somewhat of his own admission in the past, um, has a way with words, uh, to maybe put it nicely, to just maybe make it easier to coat along our path a little bit easier. Um... Because that being said, I believe if I had to guess, if they don't speak Reedran, then I don't believe we're going, obviously we're not going to actually be needing to do any real translating. Dak could tell them that he likes to have eggs for breakfast, and they wouldn't know.
0: (laughs) Right, you would just have to make a convincing job of...
1: Right. Essentially, translator. whoever plays the role of translator needs needs to be able to put on a good face and have knowledge of what it is that the things that we wish to say and what we want to get out of them. But, Dak, you would also have to know this in case they do somehow speak that language and you have to do the communicating yourself.
6: <laughs> yes.
1: That being said... Well, maybe my offer will be that maybe it is best that it be set to do that job as I need to take some time to, especially in case I do end up needing them, to acquaint these scrolls I obtained yesterday into my spellbook.
0: How about this? You need to transfer your scrolls over to your spellbook. Somebody needs to go to the library to obtain floor plans for the velvet curtain. We need to be able to see our exact layout that we're going to be maneuvering in. Um, and ideally, at the same time, we want to have somebody tracking down um, the upcoming show times for the next few days, as well as hopefully gathering some information on whether or not Eberson is going to be there. I think we can do both of these things at the same time it's just a matter of putting the right people in the right place
3: do you have any idea or should we volunteer
0: you can volunteer if you like but I'm definitely thinking that we want Silva Silva you should actually stop by the University I don't know if you're familiar or if you spend a lot of time there but they have a vast library
1: Unfortunately, much of my time in the library was spent after the war, so and not this one. Mostly All the same, um, it,
0: they also have uh, very secluded study rooms where you could most likely uh, transfer your spells without having to be interrupted. Um, I think having you and one other person go with you to the university would be a good way for you to not only prepare those spells but get the get your hands on some of those blueprints uh myself and someone else could also not too far from there perhaps do a little bit of espionage some listening in to the locals uh see if we can get word of what epperson is planning to do um and someone will also need to acquire our outfits for the evening So, we're looking at three potential groups here? I'll, um...
3: I'll volunteer for the, uh... espionage, I suppose. Try to find out where he might be.
0: Alright, so that'll be you and me on that. Jesus fucking Christ.
4: Um, I think we're gonna go with the clothes shopping. Gotta make sure they get my size right.
6: I would also join uncle with that. I believe that uh, if I am to be diplomats then certain certain things need to be taken care of uh, for traditional reedrant dress.
0: That's true. You most of all have to look the part. (laughs) Fair point.
3: uh,
4: I'm going to need your measurements. I don't feel right just telling them about this yay tall.
1: Yes, thank you. As you guys kind of, I'm already kind of like starting to grab from like my 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 like side bag, and i just and I'll just kind of like pull out a note. Uh, when I had this, when I had this uh, this outfit pressed for me, this is what they took. <laughs> It's like super crumpled and like it's probably like from the glass. It's probably got like a small (laughs) cut in it that got this glass probably went into my bag from yesterday. But like it's it's probably still legible, but because this is an outfit essentially I would have got just before leaving, like on the train. So it wouldn't be super old. It would only be a couple days old, but it definitely be like crumpled to shit because it's been at like the bottom of the bag.
0: Alright, so then I guess that'll leave. Uh, Set can accompany you, Silva, to the library. Myself and Johannes will uh, try to get some information on Eberson. And Dak and Nathaniel, you'll be acquiring our clothing.
4: Splitting the party. (laughs) It's
3: a solid plan if I've ever seen one.
4: (laughs) what could go wrong,
1: eh? What 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 could go go wrong?
4: (laughs)
0: Only everything. But we won't find that out until next time, as that's where we're going to end the session tonight. (laughs) I started a little late, ran a little late, but now we have made a decision as a group, and we have a plan going. It's time to get into the next phase of things. So the next time you see us, we'll be kicking things off, uh, going into high gear as we begin our uh begin our next next course of action
1: uh, and that so be sure said, to tune in well we did well we did spend a lot of this time you know trying to set a course of action and whatnot amongst doing that we at least also got to learn a little something about each other isn't that the true very true isn't that the true victory <laughs> friends we made along the way
0: you beat me damn it you beat me to (laughs) the sentence (laughs) but regardless uh, we'll meet more friends along the way next time so thank you all for watching thank you all for playing and remember the most important rule of improv isn't yes and
5: it's sure why alright have a good night, everyone. <laughs> Have a good night. Yeah. Why?